And where? In here. And her? And her. And her what? Not bad. Another one bites the dust and Nelly, right? Yep. I wonder if stuff like this would actually have happened <laughs> if Freddie Mercury, Mercury didn't get all those AIDS. This AIDS, is actually AIDS. good. Yeah, it's not bad. He's DJ Cumberbund. I'd love to get him on the show. He's talented. It's crazy to me that this only has 12,000 views. Really? The only one that... The only one that has, <laughs> the only one that has a lot of, the only one that has a lot of views is the, uh, the one that went viral, the With Crazy Train one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only one that has like a lot. The rest are like under twenty thousand. Yeah, this one's just. This is just a good song. Yeah. Again, you know both of them. Is that all the songs? I don't know if there's any more in this or not. He unfortunately doesn't always list every song. Oh. Just the two main ones. Yeah, see, but after a while, then you got you got to have a little bit more Nelly in. You should have had Nelly for a verse. That's true. You know what I mean? With with uh, Freddie Mercury reactions. Yeah. Uh, uh. All right. This is a very Let's underwhelming after a while. There you go. Yeah, see, that's what you need. You need Freddie yeah. Mercury reactions. Ah! Yeah. Bam! All right, let's uh try this. I one. told you one. Sorry, this we we got to do this one after I saw it. He's a weird looking dude for being so good at this. Oh, uh, really? Look how DJ Cumberbun is weird. Yeah, but f- for him to be so good at this, you'd expect him to look different. I'll show you, man. I doubt it. I probably got it. No, because he sped that he sped that one up. Yeah, that's not that's not good. They need to line up how they are. That's the important part. You can you can change it a little bit, but this doesn't sound sped up. Yeah, it's sped up. I'm the man in the bar. Yeah, I don't like the effects either. That's hey DJ Cumberbun, swing and a miss. <laughs> I'm gonna edit this one out because I told you I told you one and now you're playing three. Got it? Play it once. Nobody's gonna know it. You can keep whichever one you like the most. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> this one's gonna just gonna be gone. Yeah. Again, you start you start at the good one, and then you bring up the other one. <laughs> that always underwhelmed <laughs> with those famous hard Chris cuts. I've never played any of these before. These are all new ones. That's what I'm saying. As you start played. with a good one, and then you play the two backup ones, trying to you can't you can never re. That's like you're like me with gambling. You know. Ooh, this has another song though. He deserved to die. <laughs> no matter how it done. No, honestly, Nirvana. This isn't honestly, good. my hot take on Nirvana. Yeah. They're only loved because he killed himself. Yeah. I would th- I, that's they, the same thing with Sublime. Yeah. Like you, you, ha- you can have one good. By the way, Nirvana had one good album. Yeah. Like that's it. 
Yeah. The rest of the, like, it, you can like Nirvana. Like, uh, other than that, like, they have one really good universal album, which is very hard to do. Yeah. You can't, you can't do that anyway, but they're by no means do they deserve the fucking, <laughs> the, the praise they get. The same, like no, I said, the I, same I totally thing with agree. Sublime. If you've ever heard Sub- no, Again, sub- I heard Sublime live. Like a, I had, it, it was a VHS recording of right. like one of their performances somewhere. But still, I would have wanted my money back. See, I think, yeah, I think Sublime, Sublime is like falls into like three eleven in my opinion. Is like yeah. is like people who like them are of a certain category. Whereas Nirvana is kind of a universally loved band. Yeah, but I really think it's only be- like. I honestly think the same goes for like John Lennon, like not yeah. the Beatles, for John Lennon. You can peak, you can peak as an artist. Like like I was saying, like after after, like forty ounces of freedom or forty ounces to freedom or forty ounces of freedom. I can't remember which I one. Think it's forty ounces to freedom is a great album. That's like one again. That's one that like, but there's not everything's a fucking one hundred percent hit. Yeah. But there's a lot of hits on there, right? The same thing goes for Nirvana. I think their first one. Or was it the first one? The one with the baby. Never mind. Great album. Yeah. Perfect. Everything else, not great. You know what's funny you know what though? I mean? It's like I've there's there's a lot of bands who I don't I won't I will never I give them like the genius or, or best ever monocle because right. they didn't have a chance. You do the the one the song your best songs first, the ones that you've been playing forever that have been perfected and, and you know like the back of your hand. Yeah. And then you play the then you have to write a new album and yeah. then you're like, uh oh. Well another another <laughs> thing, maybe this is the uh the white suburban coming out in me, Uh-oh. but um the privilege. But like I'll take Foo Fighters over Nirvana any day. Every single day. Yeah. And again, Nir- Foo Fighters, I love Dave Grohl, mm-hmm. but Foo Fighters as a band, they're fine. Their hits are great. Yeah. And some of the other songs, some of the deeper, the, again, first album. There was great one great first wish, album. I wish I could remember what song it was. It was a song I've never heard pl- of theirs played on the radio the other day. Right. But I was like driving and it was one of those rock blocks. Mm-hmm. And I had a client in my car who likes listening to like the classic rock station. Yeah. And it was a newer song of theirs for sure. But man, was it recorded in an interesting way? It sounded like to record it. For a second, I didn't oh, even Foo recognize Fighters? it was them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They because, did a whole documentary where they went around well, and did all these recordings all over. So this one sounded like it gets there was, real boring though. This one, I, I'm sure. Yeah. This one, the way it sounded, it sounded like there was a a microphone in the center of the room. Yeah. And Dave Grohl was just shouting somewhere else in the room at the right. microphone, and it sounded cool. Yeah. It sounded very very interesting. I could show you but, how to do that. But I was like, well, I'm sure it's not. Oh man, that burp! Holy shit! That it's smells worse than that fart. Wow. What did you eat today? Holy I've, fuck! <laughs> Wow! <laughs> Not to give a free plug or anything, but <laughs> <laughs> some Tostitos scoops with nothing to dip them in. Here, then I had. I have a Tic Tac. Then I had. Uh, is that red? What is that? Tic Tac gum. Ugh, watermelon. Gross. Get out of my face. Oh, oh, here's watermelon trident. What is up with you? Why do you have so many watermelon <laughs> uh, flavored <Kara> things? <laughs> because Kara was in like this um, uh, fucking white girl box thing. Uh-huh. It's like a Secret Santa thing, but you get paired up with another person. And they send you things based on this profile you list out. It's like Secret Santa, but for white girls. Um, and apparently the only takeaway th- her person had was that she likes watermelons. Wow. So literally she sent like a watermelon glass, uh, <laughs> a watermelon, watermelon Tic Tacs, watermelon Does gum, she even like watermelon? Watermelon lemonade, watermelon iced tea, like just everything watermelon. I'm like, wow, she really thinks you... Yeah, Kara likes watermelon, but not 
yeah, but like, like that. Like it's not the only thing she like. Only exists. She's not in fucking a an autistic kid with bionicles or yeah, something. I need everything that's watermelon. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, no, I, I, I mean, it didn't seem like it would be hard to do, but I was just like, this is an interesting sound. Like, it's cool yeah. that the I. What I like about Dave Grohl is he has always taken risks in his music career. To an extent. Which yeah. he's it's safe for him to do because he's fucking Dave Grohl. But also But like he's done a lot of cool shit. Like allegedly he was the drummer of Ghost for a while. Mm-hmm. And like he won't confirm or deny it. Right. But yeah, like, because he wants like, to help them keep their anonymity. Right. Anonymity? Yeah, anonymity. Anonymity. <laughs> yeah. And like and uh like just all sorts of stuff like that of like kind starting Queens of the Stone Age and then leaving because he didn't want anyone to like them just because it was Dave Grohl in right. the band and like all that stuff like Yeah, he's willing okay, to cool. put, he drums for Tenacious D. Yeah. He was he was on board with Tenacious D, I think, early early, early on. Yeah, so it's yeah. cool. It, yeah. Like that's one of the things I I find again. Very I love about Dave Grohl way more than I love either Nirvana or Foo Fighters. But yeah, I, he also did Probot, where he, which I thought was really cool from the standard the the because a lot of people say grunge was the the um the death of hair metal and metal and stuff like that. Do you know? So I think man, it feels like Deja Vu. I feel like we might have talked. Yeah, about it I'm before. sure we have. Yeah, Guns and Roses is the transition band. Yeah, but no, what Guns I'm saying and, is... Guns N' Roses is yeah. the band that took hair metal into grunge. Like... I don't think so. You don't... Man, I don't know. Some of their songs... Guns N' Roses are pretty lame. Oh, no. They have they, don't get me wrong. Quite a bit of don't, real lame Don't get shit. me wrong. They are super lame. Do you know... <laughs> did you know that Slash, one of the lyrics in Paradise City, to be Take Me Down to Paradise City, where the girls are fat and they have big titties? <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was the version we got. <laughs> Take me down to the Paradise City where the girls are fat and they have big but no what i'm saying though is like stylistically yeah they 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 were on the tail end of hair metal with like warrant and like a lot of those other like they took the hair and turned it into heroin (laughs) yeah where it was like it's 87 stop doing like van halen isn't doing it anymore they don't do hair metal they do heroin yeah that's what they're doing well exactly and that and then went into like axel rose's vocals right a lot of times remind me of more of like a grunge. Terrible. Yeah, because yeah. they're terrible, yeah. like a grunge artist. They're awful. Right. Yeah. Stacks like, in, stacks in. Remember Mud Honey Man? <laughs> oh, man, you remember Pearl Jam, man? <laughs> they all fucking suck, man. <laughs> Pearl Jam. Every fucking one of them. Yeah. Nirvana I, I, has a good album. Mud Honey has some probably some good songs. Sonic Youth. Can Sonic suck it? Yeah, Sonic Youth is terrible. Uh, Black Hole Sun, that those guys. Black whatever. Hole Sun. Yeah. Wow. Fuck you, Jane's Addiction. Spoon. All of you are terrible. Come together with your Save me. You were never better. You understand yeah. that? <laughs> you were never better than them. You just you know didn't weird, try as hard. I I like Eddie Vedder. So, but I hate Pearl Jam. <laughs> there, Pearl Jam is one of those bands that. If they didn't exist, it would not have made a difference whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Not at all. Yeah. He, definitely. They're great. Sure, they're great. Definitely they're great. humanitarians and they're fucking heroes or whatever the fuck they but are. But no, uh, so the point I was going to make earlier, I'm glad I remember. <laughs> uh, are there any bands that you were surprised when you first heard of them that like as you got older, you're like, oh, wow, they don't have a lot in their discography. Like the first band I remember yeah, that Sublime and Nirvana. Well, yeah, <laughs> but they have a reason for it. Like the first band that I remember ever having that reaction to was um, Rage Against the Machine. 
Yeah. As a young socialist man, Rage Against the Machine was like kind of the start of me being like, fuck the man. As most people, you know, I was like 15 years old. Fuck when the I heard, man. When Pay I heard that like, ticket master price. Thank you very much for that $90 ticket. <laughs> Fuck um, capitalism, except for the, the ones that for just us, though. Um, I've got an $80 million like, dollar house. So I got super I got super into Rage Against the Machine, and then I found out they have like two albums. Yeah. And I was like... No, they have more than that. Do they? Yeah, they have like e- there's Evil Empire, there's the one with the Burning Monk guy. Yeah. There's, uh, I think there's another one, and I think Battle of Los Angeles. The Battle of Los Angeles, I think I think they have three. I, mean, they have I, I only remember also. I only remember Battle for Los album. Angeles, the one with the Burning Monk and Evil Empire. Um, but also then I got as I got older and more mature. Mm-hmm. Um, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young is one of my favorite like band like country especially like if you consider them country, they were they were amazing. Yeah. And then I went back to like listen to more of them. Like oh they had one album where they were all together uh, and there are like four songs yeah. on that album. Operation Ivy is one of those. They're yeah. they're huge and they have one like one, ma- like they I think they had a couple of, like album like yeah single or whatever but. They have one album that has like thirty songs. You know, another one, <laughs> another one too that reminds me of how like it's surprising how terrible it is. Yeah. Is the Highwaymen because everyone in it is so fucking cool. Right. And then they have that one fucking lame ass song. I was a highwayman. Blah 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 blah. blah. Have you ever listened to it? Uh-uh. Oh man, dude, it's it is Johnny Cash. Yeah. Willie Nelson. Boy. Chris Christopherson. And one other country music a guy. pooper group. It's like fucking, you, it, you hear it and you're like, fuck, this is going to be dope. No, I, then, I hear that and I go, I just hear a bunch of people going. <laughs> I can't believe you never heard the song. I'll play a, a little bit. I really, of it. I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, to me, like, like I said, like a lot of country is, I don't like a lot of n- newer country, but even the older stuff is still like. Speaking of newer country. Uh, Willie Nelson's son mm-hmm. came out with an EP. Yeah, so Lucas Nelson. good. Yeah, I remember. I've told you about. No, it. I'm saying he just came out with a new EP. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, saying he came out with a new. Hey, one. guess what? You didn't tell me about the new one. Yes, I did. No, you just did. <laughs> no, you didn't. I yeah. told you, bitch. What is this? This is the Highway Man. Did you just turn it off? No, I turned it up. So far, I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, what is it mashed up with? It's not mashed up with anything. Uh-oh. It's just four country singers mashed together. Already, why, what's that effect? Why yeah. are you using that? That's Willie. What are you talking about? <laughs> they eat. It's Willie Nelson's terrible. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. sounds like Master Shake singing. <laughs> I'm gonna love you till I die. <laughs> Where are the other members? They they come in. They each get a verse. <gasps> They're a concept band. This guy stinks. They're all one soul. The concept of this. It's the concept. Listen, of torturing pet. Listen to how. This is how much weed they must have smoked together. It's a concept song that they are the same soul throughout, f- like all of time. Is this written by Willow Smith? <laughs> what the fuck is this? Uh, Wayne, this is Waylon Jennings. Isn't he racist? Probably. I mean, he sings country, so chances are. Take it easy. Right. <laughs> this guy has a career, too, by the way. <laughs> Why do they sing if that's the one thing they can't do? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. 
Across the river deep and wide. Why are they giving him that note? Why are they giving him the note if they can't hit that note? Take it down a key. Yeah. Who produced this? I want their head. I'll, I'll look it up. God damn. How can you ruin four careers at once? Like this. It's terrible. This is Chris Christopherson, I think. Or was so the last? The best. Or was the last, last one, one Chris Christopherson? And this is Waylon Jennings. No, I don't know Johnny what they Cash, look like. Said. This isn't Johnny Cash. You said and the last one. You said Johnny, Johnny Cash was. Oh, Johnny Cash will be in it. So he's the last. To be. He's the next verse. He's the one in outer space. Which? How did they determine he was the one who was he's the be one the high astronaut. as fuck? Yeah. <laughs> he's higher than Willie Nelson on pills. I'll fly a starship. This is the worst song I've ever heard in my life. Is there a video? Yeah. Why is there sound effects? What are you fucking talking about? Goddamn ships. This is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. I hate this. I hate this more than... I hate this more than most things. Was this popular? I think Who so. Who likes this song? If my mom, I swear to God, if my mom's listening to this and tapping her foot. It's got 15 million views. What the fuck? It's only got 4,000 down votes. What? Out of 15 million views, 4,000 of people are like, This is a terrible song, and if you like it, you're a terrible person. Yeah. That's it? That's it. What happened? They all blew up? You're just hearing the tale of... Why are you bringing spaceships into this? <laughs> I probably should have listened so, to what they were saying. <laughs> so it started out with Willie Nelson, who's in the Old West. Who's the worst singer, apparently. Uh, <laughs> Willie Nelson was a highwayman in the Old West. But there weren't uh, highways. <laughs> but no, but that's... <laughs> a, a highwayman... <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, Pat. <laughs> uh, listen, this to end your frustration before you tear what you little hair you have out. Is that what it is? No, a highwayman is a bandit... Who like is along the highway? And There's it's, no highway. It's literally uncreative, but along the, the along the road, and then they come out and they say, "Pay us if you want to continue on this road." And they're like, "No, you're fucking like four foot tall <laughs> and you're skinnier than a goddamn yeah. goddamn thistle." I'm yeah. gonna push you over, little um, boy. Where's your parents? Yeah, Willie. Uh, so so that was the first. Uh, one. Who the fuck would be scared of Willie Nelson? <laughs> At least Johnny Cash would like break a bottle over his own head or something. Chris Christopherson, he's like drunk or something, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, he was. Who's, who's the other one? Waylon Jennings. Uh, Again, Waylon Jennings. That guy's got a truck and some rope. We don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. But Willie Nelson? No way. Give um, me all you got. <laughs> nope. But anyway, yeah. So it, it <laughs> was the me, it was pussy. the same soul over time, and then. Yeah. And then Johnny Cash is the last one. I'm going to space. Yeah. And he was like, maybe I'll be a highwayman. You know who's never going to, you know who will never, ever, ever end up in space? Who? The. Uh, yeah, you, so bitch. It starts as uh, Willie Nelson is the highwayman um, uh, on the, um, you know, in the Old West. And then Chris Christopherson was the, I was a sailor. I was born upon the tide. And then Waylon Jennings was the third verse um, where he was the dam builder. Um, and then Johnny Cash. Did they Cash just make up their own fucking village people? <laughs> 
kind of. <laughs> this is the worst kind of. village people ever. A little bit, yeah. And then Johnny Cash. No, no, no. I'm a bridge builder. And then Johnny. What? Ca- Johnny. Ca- it's so weird to hear Johnny Cash though, just saying, uh, "I fly a starship across the universe." This, divide. Yeah, that that one sounds like the one that they would be like, "I'm not gonna do that. I'm not some pussy astronaut." Yeah. <laughs> Spaceman out there, David Bowie, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially yeah, at, a, I mean? at a time when like David Bowie was so big, it's so like, androgynous. Yeah. The song came out, uh, was recorded in 1984. That's terrible. They should be punished. Uh, let's see. I don't. I really don't need any more information. <laughs> I want. I want to know who produced it. Yeah, who is it? If it's Rick Rubin, so God help them. <laughs> man. Uh, let's see. It was here. John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh man, an astronaut. I just love that Johnny Cash is an astronaut in this fucking song. Just throwing up in his space helmet. (laughs) (laughs) Just filling it with vomit. Just shaking because he hasn't had any heroin in outer space. (laughs) Give me a black penny. (laughs) Hurry. Where's Elvis? Uh, Chips Moman was the producer. Oh, wow. Old Chips Moman. With a name like that, obviously. Oh, man. The genre for this song is country rock and synth pop. Yikes. Sounds like fucking. Sounds like an Indian reservation oh music God. mixed with just yeah. the worst white noise I've ever heard. Yeah, it's that's bad. that's the that's <laughs> that's the definition of white noise. <laughs> Those four fucking old dudes going. Hey, country. I was I was in the space once. <laughs> 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 fucking retards. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. my God. Yikes. Philadelphia. Uh, do you have lost. anything? Do you have any uh, updates or anything? Yeah, the Eagles just fucking lost. Good. I don't care. To the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Really? Wow. Yeah. Bucks are too. Bucks are really good this year. Apparently, they're insane. No fluke. Apparently. Ryan, yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick is an animal. He was. He was a guy that I really enjoyed. On His stats when I, today are when I was crazy. when I was following football. He was somebody I was excited to actually oh, went to the Jets. He's twenty-seven for thirty-three. Four hundred and five yards, four touchdowns today. Today wow. against the Eagles. That's wow, against fucking the bananas. That's crazy. Fuck. Anyway, Chris Russo says, what are the... <laughs> rapid fire, guys. Here's oh, the music. Oh, wow. Cue Jesus, the music. Jesus. What are the YouTube rabbit holes you're currently stuck in? Pat Pat wants to know. Uh, Currently, right now, nothing. Uh, I'm doing... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I think I actually I think it did respond to this. But uh, mine you did. M- mine aren't necessarily YouTube rabbit holes. Mine are always mine. I go through Instagram video rabbit oh, holes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like that's more of my thing because it just kind of keeps going. Yeah. And a lot of it is whales. Uh, <laughs> um, you're the fucking like you're the highwayman of whales. No, I don't think boring. I, no, it's not boring. It is. It is not. Bo- I saw three whales breach at the same time. Thank you very much. On an Instagram video. Yeah. <laughs> it was exciting. Oh, man, that tasted weird. Does your diet, Dr. Pepper, taste weird? No, it tastes normal. Free ad. <laughs> Mine tastes weird. Um, there's a, Mine uh, tastes like cherries. Okay. it's That's one of the ingredients. It's it's flavor. It's cherry soda. You know what the the no. strongest ingredient nope. is no, in, in Dr. I don't Pepper? Know. I don't want to know either. Okay. Go Doctors, ahead, blood, no. semen. Yep. Come. Mm-hmm. Just come, right? Yep. Good. That's uh, 21 of the 23 ingredients. Just different come? Yeah. Different, different, different loads. Same guy, different loads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like three. It's like three another guys. Another can. Twenty-one. Okay, there's another can. All right, next one. <laughs> one. <laughs> um, 
No, I think uh yeah, it's Wales. It's uh it's uh instant karma as a, a a big one a lot of times. Instant karma is a fun one. And almost always paranormal or ghost. I was after on either one, after really. we hung out a couple like 2 weeks ago, I was on a like news fails one for a little bit. Yeah. There's one I don't know if I'd consider it a whole, but it is definitely like there's a channel that I'm hooked on right now. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a gaming channel called Funhouse. Yeah. Um, they're just, they're really fucking funny. Uh-huh. They're, uh, they don't do like, they're not a let's play channel. Yeah. They have like this series called Demo Disc where they just take and play demos of games. Yeah. It's pretty fucking cool. Can <laughs> I get my haircut? Oops, yeah. sunglasses on. Do you know what? He loves, Apollo huh. loves uh, when I use a fine tooth comb on him. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Like he started like one day I just I did it because I was like, man, your fur is messy. And he was sitting on the bathroom sink. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just gonna comb him and see how he reacts. And now he like, <laughs> that was him trying to get on the counter earlier. <laughs> <laughs> it's just three in a row. Just <laughs> three. Are they pigs? pigs? <laughs> sliding down a thing into a river <laughs> and then trying to jump on at each the one end. of them tries to jump at the same time <laughs> each one of them can't so, yeah. so their little legs just kick up <laughs> <laughs> these are some of my um, favorite instagram videos but no so um yeah it's called uh but they have this series called demo disc which is self-explanatory yeah they play a bunch of demo discs games you've never heard of games that failed never actually came out and then <laughs> At the end of every episode, they look at porn for whatever things they played. Rule 34 of, of the games that they played or or genres and stuff like that. And then they have another series that is called Wheelhouse where they spin a wheel. It randomly gives them a Steam game and then they buy it and play it no matter how bad it is. Mm. Um, but like it's just the guys on there are super funny. Yeah. Um, there are there are times where. I'm surprised I haven't heard about them being problematic, some of the jokes that they make. Uh-huh. But Jesus Christ, are they funny. The editing's really good. They work really well together. They're just, they're not comedians, but they're all, they're like, they all talk about wanting to do stand up. And they're coming out with this new series that they've pitched where um, they're going to like document them doing like open mics and stuff for the first time and all that. But, but they're like, they're conversationally funny. They're, they seem like they've got good comedy minds. I spent like the one guy, James. So they're the funny guy at the barbecue. No, no, they're no. The funny guy. No, the, the, the one guy, guy the, the one guy, James, for sure. I think he'll be the best one because he's the quickest. Like the other, like the, the three main guys that are in almost every video are Adam, Bruce and James. Adam and Bruce are funny, but James is so quick. Like that's what makes him funny more than anything else is how quickly he gets responses and stuff up. Um, so like I think he'll actually be good at stand up. Um but I'm excited to see it happen. I'm hooked on those guys. That's like the closest thing to a YouTube hole I'm I'm in yeah, right now. I don't yeah, I don't do a ton on YouTube really. There's just kind of like it's like Netflix for me now. It's like there's channels I binge, but it's not really like I don't I don't keep diving into holes and like deeper and deeper and deeper into subjects or anything like that. Right. But good question. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> Uh, so so uh, Jerry Hazelwood says, so it sounds like I broke Pat with all the wrestling questions. What are some topics I can annoy you with? Just not ghosts or alien stuff. Um, I, see, that's what I'm saying is like I, that wouldn't annoy you, that wouldn't annoy us. I didn't. That's to be honest. Here's your here's your warning. Hazelnuts. If you're submitting <laughs> We're giving stories, them out. If you're submitting stories just to annoy us. I y- think it's more y- on notice. I think it's just questions. He's asking. Uh, 
Maybe not notice. necessarily stories. On yeah. notice. I'm trying to think of questions that would like maybe annoy us. I would say anything just because like I don't want anything that is it's weird because it's not specific questions. I don't want you to send in things it's, just to annoy us. How about not, that? It's not specific <laughs> questions that would annoy me, this but it's question. but it's the track we'd go on afterwards. Right. So like like exam for example, off the mic, I we were talking about suicide awareness month. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was feeling like, is this gonna turn into a trans thing? Let's not because oh. because we always talk about uh, how it, it's been talked about on the show multiple times about how why is suicide not acceptable but getting gender right. reassignment surgery is and it's like one and it's like the way we one. treat different right. me- mental illnesses correct right but uh, so like any any question that is designed to get you and I to argue I'm fine with arguing with you but it's if not, the I don't intent- even say arguing though it's it, we 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 explore explore both sides of our argument that's that's right. what i appreciate about right it. but like i i'm talking about like it hasn't happened knock on wood in a very long time right but where we have a 45 minute discussion on one topic where like my throat is dry from talking so much yeah and like you a couple of times do the thing where you lean forward and you're seated move around a bunch and, and right, right, right. like that like i don't want i don't want anything that because i don't see it as conflict yeah but i but yeah, don't because try. It's don't not try conflict, to but, pit us against each other. But don't. Yeah, don't but. like anything that like we're gonna like. If it's if it's an attempt to cause us to fight, that annoys well, me. Well, I think I think right here the an- again the answer is in the question. I don't want you any story that you send in to annoy me is a story that would annoy me. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but I did answer in the actual thing. But the the thing with like a lot of uh, any of that stuff is you if you have those i it's kind of more boring to me if like we it seems like we end up at the same point so at the same thing where the suicide awareness to the trans thing or something like that is that's just that's just my stance on it yeah and it's and and i and i know the only reason i would want to ever avoid social stuff like that like social issues where where we do maybe see eye to eye or don't see eye to eye or don't see where it's going to lead to another thing, like you said. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't mind that if it goes there, but it seems like we, we almost always end up at the same spot. Yeah. To sure. where it's just like, that's I don't agree with the way we treat different mel- mental illnesses. Right. I'm not against any of these things. Yeah. But I'm just saying that I'm seeing a lot of things where it's affecting society, so stuff like that. Yeah. But if it's not, if it's intentionally just to annoy us, do you know what I mean? Like That's annoying, yeah. That's where it's like, that's not what we... That's not what we're here to do. That's not our brand. We're gonna. It's gonna happen anyway. We're gonna get heated about a thing, or right. we're gonna get it naturally. It's but gonna I, be a I thing will where say there are no topics that annoy me. Well, like even like the 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 homeless guy thing. Yeah. Like it's not that we we see it from two different sides. Right. But I was able to show to tell you in a way, and I think maybe maybe that's why it doesn't happen as much because we are able to express it in ways where that makes more sense. I think it's also too we respect each other's opinion a lot. Right. So I can say that like while I think while I agree like I think you're more practical and I'm more for emotional. lack of for lack of better terms I was going to say moral but yeah like yeah. like do the right no, thing. No, but it's I'm more of do the right thing. No, because my my thing's my thing's a moral thing too. Right, right, but right. My thing is But you're you're like actually the next the next you're, your moral subject. your moral practicality. Yeah. And I'm emotional practicality. Okay, yeah. Like what's what's the thing that hurts the least amount of people and you're what's what makes the what's most better sense. for the most people. Yeah. And that's and that's my thing is like is I I I have no problem with 
and that's the thing is 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 not not just there's nothing wrong with taking other people's feelings into consideration mm -hmm. but once it it just controls your day to day you turn into somewhat of a doormat and i yeah. feel like that's i feel like that was a thing that's a problem we had with indie yeah with we've had a lot of things where where like you're like oh well he's just he, he means well like you you see the best in everyone to a fault yeah. whereas i i come at it from a different angle almost every time from the i'm seeing the negative of it yeah Do you know what i'm saying it's literally i'm the villain and you're the <laughs> drunk angel. yeah it, it's funny because <laughs> karen and i were actually talking about that last night how like i'm also a clean slate person like if yeah. you wrong me okay you wronged me once yeah you may be fine the second time like i'm not i don't hold grudges i'm not like right. i'm not somebody to like ha uh harbor animosity or anything like that where she is like she is like i'm the harbor freight of animosity yeah yeah that's me she's kind of the same way too like she's like if you wronged me once vendetta fuck you forever because that's always. the thing is i don't is is i don't need that as a as a thing i don't need that possibility of betrayal from somebody that you know what i mean like yeah. stuff like that and, and it might be with our upbringings just might be our personality traits yeah, but I all i know is that i i i do actively try to be as good of a person as i can but there are situations where i'm okay with saying like whether this goes this way or this way this doesn't affect me at all yeah and i'm conscious of that yeah to where like yes if i put myself in this situation I would never say I only got seventy five thousand dollars. I would take that seventy five thousand dollars and I'd fucking run. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, because I'd be like, I'd be afraid people would be like, wait, why are we giving him any money? Yeah. Because <laughs> I, because again, I see everything from the negative. I again, see somebody like, saying like, this is gonna, they're but, gonna take my money. But going back to that story, it is he wasn't given seventy five thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah. He had seventy five thousand dollars spent on him for for him. Yeah. In his name for yeah. him. To have, because uh, yeah. I agree. If if yeah. someone said if someone said here's seventy five thousand dollars, I would be like, oh, that's probably all they're going to give me anyway. I'd probably take some legal I, yeah, ramification, I, but I'd also take the seventy five thousand dollars. No, I, they, they, yeah, but I wouldn't. Thing. But I wouldn't let anybody. I wouldn't want somebody spending money on my behalf. Right, right. So um, yeah, so stuff like that, like any situation where if you know, and again, if you if you enjoy us, you know that we're each going to have you. You think because that's the thing is. I hate people thinking that they're gonna. They know our reaction to. Oh, yeah, I bet Pat's gonna like this or the stuff like that. A lot of times, you know, they may be right, but that's that's the point of what we were talking about <coughs> last full episode. I think. Yeah. Was they like to? They want to get to know us, kind of thing. So yeah, yeah, that's what the questions and rapid fire topics are: is to get points of view that hopefully we can res represent two sides of every story. Yeah, of of situations, but sometimes we're gonna get along, sometimes we're not. But anything <coughs> that I like the fact that we can see st stuff in the same way sometimes. That's yeah. the, I think that's the coolest part. I or agree. that we that we can just agree, like yeah, yeah, like you know. I definitely agree with that. So, I think uh, it's good. The next one, I'll handle this one. <coughs> okay, it's a uh, it's a story and that then was I'll sent in. and then I'll handle the next one. All right, perfect. Because the next yeah, one's a story your, I can boo -boo. summarize. Okay, good. Yeah, because this one this one's a pretty. I'm not gonna read the article. It, it, the article is on the Buddha Boys page. I I did comment or comment on it on the Buddha Babies group page, um, but it's Iserman steps down as light as lightning GM. So the thing is, <coughs> the reason I'm not gonna read the thing because there really aren't a lot of details that were given. Yeah. Except for the fact that out of he was rated he's rated a lot through the league as number one GM. Yeah. He's won 
GM of the year before with the Lightning. Mm-hmm. Um, played his whole career in in Detroit. Has done some really, really great things with the franchise. Also, he's been, you know, he's he's wheeled and dealed and done all that stuff. Um, but this is his final year on his contract. And two days before training camp starts, he steps down as GM. And you, everybody goes, what? <laughs> why Why the <coughs> fuck would you do that? Mm-hmm. So he offers a press conference. He says he's got to do it. He essentially wants to spend more time with his family. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is a bullshit lie. Yeah, I think he's full of absolute bullshit. You think there's a scandal or so? That's what I was. That's what I've been. I again, I was arguing with a friend of mine about this who just he just doesn't understand. It's that's okay. You know what I mean? Parent, but parents just <coughs> don't understand. He is a parent. Man, my armpits are so sweaty. But but he um he said that this is this could be three different things. He showed me a a, a thing that like somebody's speculating. So what I was think what I'm saying is. How how dare you leave my team? Who the fuck are you? You have one year left on your contract. Yeah. How how could you not it's be the here? same for those who don't like hockey but like football? It's similar to what Le'Veon Bell's doing to yes, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, it's right very now. similar. Yeah, that's and actually we talked about that. So this was the thing was, um, it could be one of three options. Could be health, you know, and he's he doesn't want to share. Maybe he has a health problem. It is what he's saying. It could be just he wants to spend more time with his family. Um, or which could be the is most likely the the actual option, and the reason I'm so pissed is the fact that he could be. There is a GM position open that's going to be open next season. Maybe the GM of Detroit let him know that he's not, he's going to be stepping down next season. There will be a position open, and they would like to have him. So he took and a year off. In yeah, in in fairness, apparently in the in the in the uh, in. Well, for the excuse of fairness, I guess you could say, um, he said, he, or it would be somebody speculate. This is all speculation, obviously. Could be that he wants to not be responsible for the Lightning because they are in the same conference, mm-hmm. same division, even. Doesn't want to be responsible for a rival team because he's going to be going to that other team just out of the, the interest of fairness. He is a official advisor to the Lightning, to the GM, but not the GM. Basically, him and the GM, the current GM now, uh, Brisbois, just switched roles essentially. Mm. So, what I was saying was, okay, I, I, okay, I appreciate that, but they're saying how classy of a move that was, and I said, because this is my thing: is why would you quit if you he wanted to avoid any kind of controversy uh, well, or something I c- like that? I was gonna say, why wouldn't you just do your job? Well, I could see him like, I could see him wanting to avoid like, let's say hypothetically. The right. Lightning have a bad season, mm-hmm. right? Then and that's he what I'm saying. goes to Detroit next year, and then people go, "You, just you fucking threw it. Yeah. You tanked the team on right. purpose so that Detroit looks better the year you take them all, over." Also, all but three of our defensemen next year have contracts that are up. He signed a long-term deal with a guy that I'm not sure about necessarily with the team. I'm not saying that he's a, not a good player, but I just didn't notice him clicking with the team the time that he did play with us very short we got him at the deadline ryan mcdonough great player i don't know if he works with our team right but i I it's like kevin love in cleveland we don't know Kevin love's a great basketball player but he just wasn't clicking we may have overspent the way we wanted him to exactly we may have overspent for somebody that's full of those sports it's good no this is this is good to help people understand this is you're the other side yeah you can help people that maybe don't understand 
that don't, my problem. don't like hockey that much. Right. But know the names Kevin Love, LeBron James. Yeah, yeah. This Le- is good Le'Veon reference. Bell, blah, blah, blah. So my, my reaction was essentially, okay, so that's like me saying, let's say I worked at McDonald's and I found out Burger King was hiring next week or in a month. Mm-hmm. So I quit immediately so that there is no conflict because there is a conflict that you can't work at, Mer- at Burger King and McDonald's at the same time. There's right. a conflict of interest. The companies don't allow you to do it. Mm-hmm. Block- Blockbuster and Hollywood video was the same way when they were around. Yeah. A lot of these places don't want you to work at a rival place. So do you think that let's say they write their schedule three weeks in advance <laughs> and I find out Burger King's hiring in two weeks and I just quit. I just stop working right now because I know that I'm going to be working there. Do you think that my coworkers are going to say how classy I am? Yeah. Are they going to say, boy, oh boy, you're a piece of shit. You left us in a lurch. You left us. There's no reason why you couldn't just do. You are under contract for one more year. That means that you should be doing. You don't get to just choose your fucking vacation. Yeah. You don't get to just take a year off. You have a responsibility. You signed a contract saying that you while under contract, would do your best to make this team the most successful team in hockey. Mm-hmm. That's your job as a general manager. Just because there could be a job next, it, it doesn't matter. Even if it makes your job 10 times fucking harder in Detroit when you go there, yeah. you do everything in the best interest of this team now because guess what? When that team that you love so much, when you were looking for a head office position, were they fucking calling you up or were we calling you up? Yeah. Well, not just that, but truthfully... Too, we in give my the opinion, spot. what makes it the what would make it the most impressive move is if he had a good team with Tampa Bay, like right this year. Finished the job l- you started, left, goes to Detroit, and then continues to do well in Detroit. Right, that gives him great bartering, you know, exactly. tools in the future. So either he's going to continue to work with us. So that's what I'm saying is okay. So you're a senior advisor. He said all of the aspects of my job are basically the same essentially, yeah. but he's just the advisor to the the, the GM. So if they do well, he gets to take credit. Yeah. Or if they do poorly, he says, well, no, no, I, I, that's why I stepped down because I didn't want to. So it's not classy. He's fucking us over as the best GM in the league. Mm-hmm. He's fucking us over in the last year, essentially, of, like I said, at the be- next season, <laughs> yeah. all but three of our defensemen's contracts are up. Right. So our and what wins championships in every single sport, Chris. Defense. Defense wins championships. Well, unless you're... Defense in, wins championships. Unless you're the Golden State Warriors. you got to keep them from scoring more points than you. Right, but if you're... Spo- Ultimately. But but if you're the Golden State Warriors and you score enough threes that you can let them get a handful of twos in, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, but did, did they win last year? They won last year, right? Yeah. They beat Miami? No. Cleveland. Uh-huh. Right. So, that's what I'm saying. It's like... A while. But, yeah, but also, right. Golden State has a very good defense. But that's they're not the best defense, but they have a very good one. So you have they're you have this the team that you Their built up. Outweighs the the weaknesses of it. And a lot of times the Lightning the can do that goes, too. The same goes. You for still need some quality guys though. Even the Super Bowl, you know, the Eagles won because they had a much better defense than the New England Patriots. Right, but they still got forty fucking points on them, didn't they? Wasn't it like forty eight to forty something? It was, it was like a shootout. It was, pretty, it was crazy. It was a lot of points, but it there was, was still no defense better. in that game. <laughs> we didn't know what you're talking about. There was. They got there because of their defense, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. Is no matter what. You you have to have more goals. You have to have more points right. than the other team, but you also have to get there somehow. You right. have to have people that are, and a lot of the defensemen are older and stuff like that. I just think I feel like either he's he's just covering his ass, which I don't I don't 
I don't support that at I, all. I think, yeah. Because I think if he a, takes a job in Detroit next year, because the whole reason he wanted to step down was he said the job of GM was too demanding for him to be able to spend time with his family. That's what he was he was saying. So so what I you're saying is... I hope that ends up being the truth. Right. If that's the case, if he just wants to spend more time with... If he just wanted a year off so he could... He's like, well, I'm going to be really busy in Detroit because I really want that job. So <laughs> I'm going to be yeah. working even harder. I could better take a year off to spend... Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck your family. You have a responsibility to this team, dude. Yeah. If it's your family, d- cool. But now what he's done is he's lied because like if he ends up in Detroit next year, that means he just lied to us. Yeah. Left us in his last year of contract. Right. To take a year off so that he could get all his financial plans so he could move back to Detroit. Yeah. Fuck you. You're not classy. You've betrayed me. <laughs> You've betrayed the team. This is what I'm yeah. talking about. Is there to me there is no upside to this. So yeah. now I don't know if but I also don't know what management has said. I don't know if they're like, we don't want to extend you. I think they probably asked him for an extension and he's like, hmm, I don't know. Because he probably got some inside information from Detroit. Yeah. And he's just, he's doing it. It's a, it, he thinks it's a win win. Yeah. But this is absolutely him fucking us over. Yeah. And well, I think if that's I, the case, I, fuck Steve Eiserman, and I'll say it to his goddamn face. I think it's also him. I think it's also him probably trying to cover his own ass that people can't say like, yeah, he tanked. They're the gonna, they're just gonna go. He's so classy. What yeah. a classy move! Wow, what, he's a real hero for doing this thing where he's not finishing the thing that he ex- he he accepted a responsibility. You have a responsibility to the team that you fucking built. Mm-hmm. Continue what you're doing and finish the fucking job. Yeah. Whether you go to Detroit with a fucking ring next year or not, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. And like I said, he should be making his job in Detroit that much fucking harder on himself. Mm-hmm. Get every fucking deal you can. Fuck them over in trades. Do this. Do that. Do whatever you need to do because you've got a job there already. Well, not just that. But that's that, what they told you well, essentially, not just that, right? But that's the class. That would be the classy thing to do is to treat Tampa make it harder on you. To treat Tampa Bay like you're going to be there for the rest of your career, right? Before you leave, do your give, fucking job. Yeah, give that team the respect that you would any other team. Right. So you step down because of your family, and if you're working next year in Detroit, I'm sending hate mail to Steve Eisenman. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah. Fuck you <laughs> and your family, friend. <laughs> but if not, then hey, goodwill. Thanks for everything. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, I don't care. That's it. Yeah. That's the team that's that I though. care about. If it's a business deal, then it's a business uh, deal. But so the next rapid fire story uh, was posted by Cody Crotzer. Um, Sanders rolls out Be- uh, Bezos Act that would tax companies for welfare their employees receive. So the long story short of this is uh, Bernie Sanders backed a bill um, that uh, would require uh, corporations to pay the government back for welfare their employees receive okay. for federal assistance as a perturbant as a perturbant yeah um <laughs> proturbant yeah uh in order to prevent yeah. the business from <laughs> from avoiding paying the people a uh living salary okay while i agree with this i think it is poorly executed yeah. uh, i think there is a handful of ways you make it better uh, first of all, what sucks is <clears throat> they only have to pay the amount that their employees collected. So that means <clears throat> there is no incentive to pay their employees more. They just have to pay a fine and they go, well, it costs the same. <laughs> like, So the, the corporation uh, pays a fine to the government based upon how much welfare their employees received. 
So it doesn't incentivize paying your employees a living wage. It just says, okay, I'll just pay the fine. Right. It's just like the pl- like Knobles, the local oh, yeah, place that we went that. to, hires minors because it's cheaper to hire minors, pay them under minimum wage. Right. And then just pay the fine. Right. Um, they also don't adhere to the minimum or the maximum work hour laws. Yeah. Um, so uh, in order for this to actually like be uh, beneficial, um, there would have to be multiple things. Another thing, too, is the amount of aid you get is heavily based upon your family size. Right. So now as an employee, your value is based upon a lot or at least what is considered for your value now includes how many children you have. Right. Because who's going to get hired? Indy, who has five kids. Right. Or me, who has zero kids. When Indy could make $80,000 a year and still qualify for aid. And it includes uh, all federal aid. So if you're, if the kid, if, if a kid receives free school lunch, mm-hmm. it counts. Like he gets from one of those fucking lunch ladies <laughs> that we were yeah. talking about in the last episode. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so like, it's all it's any federal aid. So uh, this doesn't set this doesn't set like a uh, a standard for what a for what a living wage is. Right. It's just saying if you receive aid, your employer pays it. So now you're going to have potentially employers not hiring people just because of how many children they have. Right. Um, Which is good, right? I mean, as someone with no kids, sure. But uh, but like the the thing is now is like. So in my opinion, the way to better this is you set a a nuclear family yeah. standard where it is two adults, two children. If you if you have so find out what that is, what right. it costs the cost of living for two adults, two children is. Right? And if the person makes less than that, they get the difference for that amount. So, like, for example, in Indy's situation, let's use him again. He has five kids. He only, and if he got any assistance, he would only get assistance for up to his first two well, kids. How about even this? How about you get your you you get your paycheck? You, yeah. You pay and do what you can, whatever you need. And yeah. then whatever you need in addition to, you prove it. You say yeah. why. Yeah. I think that's fair. Like, that's that's That way you'll have the least amount of waste, I feel like. Yeah. Something like that where, sure. where, where, like... <clears throat> Or maybe you say you get a certain amount sent to you, and then you have to justify that use. You have to, and I think that would help people manage their money better, manage oh, yeah, their budget sure. better. You know, oh, what I, mean? uh, I wish there, I, I kind of wish some, actually somebody would do that. There, for me. <laughs> there are some there are some countries that do that where, where you get goes. instead of getting a tax break, um, you get a monthly child allowance. Mm-hmm. So you get X amount of dollars per child from the government, right. and then you just have to prove how you spent that money on the kid. Yeah. So you have to like when it comes tax time, you have to say like, I spent two thousand dollars on clothes for them for the year, right? And I spent four thousand dollars on food for the year, and so on and so okay. forth. Okay. So like there are places that do that that it works out pretty well. Um, but another thing about this that I would change is I think. In order to incentivize the companies paying their employees a living wage, yeah, it needs to be more than what they paid, okay. what they would have paid. So, like, if let's say I work a job where, let's say I work a job and I get fifteen thousand dollars of aid a year, right? Then the company I work for has to pay twenty thousand dollars. You know, they have to pay an extra thirty percent, um, or thirty three percent. 
So they have to pay, where, whereas I only received five or $15,000 of aid, they have to pay the government back $20,000 mm-hmm. because of the aid I had to receive. And you could justify that by saying, like, listen, we had to have employees manage his caseload and right. all this blah, blah, blah. So that's why we have to charge you more. And if you do that, then you can then you incentivize the company paying the people more. Right. Because they go, oh, I can pay you. I can pay you forty five thousand dollars a year or I can pay you thirty thousand dollars a year. Right. And then pay twenty thousand in fines. I'm going to pay. I'm just going to pay you forty five. Like you said, like year. with Knobles. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, and like. It, this is this is done because of uh, and it's cleverly because uh, the it's not actually called the Bezos Act after Jeff Bezos quote unquote technically uh-huh. um, because it stands for something it's an anagram or whatever those are called um, but uh, so it's it stands it's uh, it Bezos Act stands for uh, stop bad employers by zeroing out subsidies. Right. But it is a re- it is inspired by the treatment of Amazon employees. Okay. Of Amazon employees making such crap money, working so many hours, and having to still get aid. Um, Walmart employees, same thing. So, um, so I think that's like I think that's good. And I think like I've gotten into arguments with people who are like libertarian or anarcho-capitalist about this, who are saying like you shouldn't punish a corporation for making money. <laughs> right. But it's like, no, you, you really should because we don't live in a society where you can protest it. Right. Like we can't strike anymore. Like we used to be able to. Right. Because a lot of employers have made unions as close to illegal as possible. Where, because you can't legally fire somebody for unionizing, but you can find a reason to fire them if they're yeah, thinking if about you make unionizing w- unions against the, company yeah. policy then you can fire them for not following company policy you know right. like there's loophole like weird right so like but like we can't protest like we used to we can't <clears throat> we can't do like strikes like we used to and stuff like that and when people do you, they get fucking reprimanded like teachers are like they're so greedy because they're striking it's like no teachers in West Virginia are working for $27,000 a year right right that's why they're striking right. they don't want to make 50 they want to make 30 they right. want to make 35 like they want to be able to live they a don't want to wage right they don't want to have to work four jobs you because i maybe it's the socialist in me and by that i mean it definitely is but you should not have to work more than i'd say two jobs to survive yeah i mean that's like but I, within reason yeah like that's full, within reason like yeah. a full-time job and a part-time job to make ends meet i right. get right right but you should not have to work three or four jobs right like some I know teachers who do that. Mm. I know te- especially that because that's that's the thing is your job like the surgeon you surgeons get paid what surgeons get paid because nobody wants to think about a surgeon having a second job. Right. Nobody wants their surgeon to also work at a fucking McDonald's. Yeah. So why don't you have that for people that teach as well? That are going to have the next level of people coming through. Right. Why wouldn't you make it comfortable for educators and and this is this is my thing too is I absolutely agree with the side that says why should you just get fucking money more money if the the students suck still you know what I mean like I understand that side too there should be performance there should be expectation well, there but, should be expectation right, but the issue is is the school the if sc- you're if you're shooting out dumb kids why do you get more money well b- because your job is to be- teach because it's the reason but the reason that the schools are performing poorly primarily. 
uh, is because of their budget, <laughs> like because they don't have the money. Is it? Uh, yeah. In, in, what what in teaches, Pennsylvania especially? What teaches? Is it words or is it is it money? Well, right, but if you don't... Words teach, but Chris. <laughs> if yeah, you want to be a sure. teacher, you want to teach. But it, when you have, you know, when you have, when some teachers have 10 textbooks to share between 150 students or... Ten, well, ten, not at once. Not nope. all at once. No, there are schools in Philadelphia where, like, uh, there's... They have math, 150 there are, there are math classes. classes. Well, no, but cycling throughout the entire day. Yes, throughout the day. But you won't, But they only have 10 textbooks. So what's happening is kid, like teachers force the kids to take pictures of their math homework to take home with them and do it that way because you can't physically when, take the book home when with When the you. teacher could write it on the board and have them all write it down in their notebook. Well, I, I'm uh, okay. We're talking we're, same we're thing, right? pedantics, right? Yeah, it, yeah. yeah, it's the same thing at this point. Like, it's no different. But I'm just saying, like, like not everybody has access to textbooks. Not everybody has access to the school resources. So when a school performs poorly and doesn't have money, and then you also, it, it's a self fulfilling prophecy where you go, yeah. this school is poor and underperforming, and we can't pay teachers to stay here. So they keep underperforming and we keep not giving them money. So we keep not getting teachers into the school. Right. You're, n- you're never well, it's fixing like, anything. It's like we talked about in the past. Like we said, I, 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 I talked to you about like, shouldn't it be like, it shouldn't it be more like sports with schools. Like the lowest performing teams or the lowest performing schools should get the, the best chance for the beginning of the next year. Essentially yeah. saying like, we're going to start you. Why not start you out with the highest, a higher budget? Or we'll say, okay, at the end of it, we'll give you that one year. But that's the thing is then, then you, get the, you get the most budget the next year. You get the most budget the next year. Then the schools that are performing well are like, well, how come we don't get extra money? Because well, you don't need it. Well, not and just nobody that, understands that. The, perf- the schools that are A schools get more money than the schools that are well, D schools. But also, too, the schools that perform well... But are, it has to not just be money. But he, but here's the thing, though, too, is school funding comes from property taxes. So the reason why city schools are always so bad is because property taxes are not good in cities. They're not no property. Ha- <laughs> they're, yeah, exactly. There's no property. Nobody owns property. Right. So suburban schools where, like, Philly School District is a great example because Philadelphia has some really terrible schools in it. It has some very good schools in it too, but it has some very bad schools in it too. But if you drive 20 minutes outside of the city to Neshaminy Falls, you are in the best school district in the state of Pennsylvania for the last like 10 years. Yeah. And the reason why that school is the best school district in the state of Pennsylvania is because a majority of the houses in their school district are million dollar plus homes <laughs> mm-hmm. so people are paying really high property tax in that area and you know what that means the school gets way more money and you know what that means the school pays their teachers way more money like i was i applied to nishimni falls school uh, one of their school districts this year their starting salary for teachers is forty six thousand dollars which isn't like it's a lot for that area, it's not a lot. It's yeah. like it's like a, a good starting amount. It's enough to live in that area on. Yeah, no matter what, it doesn't seem like it's it's ever like <coughs> we want a million dollars. No, it's but like we should we should get paid. But like f- it for perspective, I also applied to Philadelphia public schools. They start their teachers at 
$28,000 a year. Right. This area starts your teachers at like twenty five to $28,000. And if you think about it, if anybody lives in <clears throat> uh, Philly, yeah. you can't live in Philly with a $28,000 a year job. No way. Yeah. No Unless way. you have like twelve roommates. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, uh, and that's why a lot of the a lot of like Philly teachers that I know have multiple jobs. Yeah, a lot of the urban teachers that I know have like two or three jobs. You know, I know teachers. I know teachers who teach in the daytime. Yeah, wait tables in the evening and bartend at night, or or bouncers at night and stuff like that. So like, it happens. Like, yeah. <clears throat> my uh, our friend Larry owns a barbecue restaurant. His wife is a school teacher. She has two different jobs though, because she's a school teacher and a in a and a outside of. It's not like suburban, like rich suburban, but it's like forty five minutes outside of Philly. Yeah. But she only makes like twenty seven thousand, twenty nine thousand a year, and she's been teaching for like four years now. Right. Um, <clears throat> and uh, so she has other jobs, and it's just like you shouldn't have to have three yeah. four jobs to live and i understand that it costs a different amount of money to live different places and so on and so forth but like i've discussed before you find the national median yeah you take everywhere in the united states you know because i know the cost of living here is like twenty five thousand dollars a year of, the cost of living in the area should somewhat resemble the money that you make in well, the area. Well, for realistic, so, like truthfully though, honestly, in my opinion, if you make like a national living wage, right, if they set a standard for living wage, I think that would be great because what it does is it incentivizes people moving out of the city and into areas like this where there's nothing because if, let's say, hypothetically, we make a universal basic income where they say, you know, <clears throat> the... The U.S. national cost of living is a $40,000 a year average. So if you make $40,000, like to get by in America, and I know that's high, but to get by in America on the minimum, you need $40,000 a year. In this area, you only need like 20. So what's going to happen is people are going to move out of cities into rural areas to get by easier right to get by better so you'll eliminate overpopulation you'll also eliminate you know these schools that are flooded with kids that don't have enough seats for the classroom sometimes so and stuff like now. that <laughs> the schools uh, <laughs> with the kids and the overflowing. um but like there are so many different things that like you could do to fix the problem but because it falls under the title of socialism everyone is afraid of it um but anyway yeah this bezos act i think Right idea, wrong execution is essentially my summary of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, hopefully they'll get it right next time. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, he just he just solved the the voting thing on yeah. the last one. So yeah, that was good. Uh, Blake Sayers, Sayers. Yeah. I, at first, when I read this one, I thought maybe it was a nine eleven joke. Oh, because <laughs> it was posted on nine eleven. Oh, maybe that was it. You think that's what it was supposed to? Because I he said <clears throat> I had a, an amazing and thought provoking question for the pod, but I forgot it. So there's that. I was thinking like, oh, is it because you, is this a joke that you forgot yeah. about 9-11? You never forget 9-11, but you forgot on 9-11? Right. Like, I was like, uh, what? Yeah, maybe. But maybe, maybe not. <laughs> uh, Nicholas Resico. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Yawn, Nick. Yawn, Nick. He said, FMK, a Yeti, Chewbacca the Wookiee, and Sasquatch. <clears throat> hmm. hmm. I would I would marry Chewbacca. 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 Uh, Wookiee. I would say as much. I would so Chewbacca fuck. the Wookiee. No, Chewbacca the Wookiee. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Chewbacca I thought the it was Wookiee. some other Chewbacca. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would fuck 
Mm. Oh, man. I think I would marry the Yeti. Wow. I'd I'd kill Sasquatch and I'd and I'd fuck Chewbacca. See, I'd I'd marry Chewbacca, I'd fuck Sasquatch, and I'd kill the Yeti. Okay. Chewbacca, I think, is the closest to human sentience, probably. Mm. I could learn to communicate with him because Han Solo did, so I could learn. But he'd also protect me. Right. You know? Um, I'd fuck the Yeti. Or I, I'd I'd fuck <coughs> Sasquatch because, like, you know. The sa- story. You know, not just that, story but, alone. Yeah. Uh, and I'd kill the Yeti because Yetis aren't as, like, rare as Sasquatches, it well, seems. Well, Yeti, yeah, I was going to say, Yeti is all, like, lower on the Cold, radar. Yeah. Yeah, you get a nice... You know, cold climate. He's probably established up there. He's got friends. I'm gonna go up there. Uh, well, he's got a second part to, or mm-hmm. not a second part, just a different question, I guess. Right? Yeah. If you guys had superpowers, what uh, would you be? Super villains, superheroes, or hide that shit? I think I would hide it. I'd hide it as well. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't help anybody. I would help people, but like, I'd be like, if you tell anybody, I'll fucking rip you apart. But I, I'd help. I'd do like um, in like the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie where like before he like fully realizes his powers like when mary jane like slips and he catches all the food and stuff i would do like things that like like, oh what i would do things that were like were like slightly impressive but not like to help people but not like give away my superpowers right just because i wouldn't want the burden you know what i mean i wouldn't want the burden of like knowing i could help all right we got to wrap it up uh do you want to go out on one yeah let's go out on the vote's uh, still going on for dumbass indie. Uh, okay, let's go out on this one. If one you man. could have sex with any celebrity, who would it be? Where's that one? Uh, it was posted by Laura Morris five hours ago. Oh, okay. So <clears throat> there's a catch. You can only answer using a using GIFs. So I'm going to post the GIF in the thing, but I'm also going to describe the GIF. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so for me... Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> I think it's uh I had to clear my throat, sorry. I I could tell. Uh I think it's Emma Stone for sure. All right. I'm assuming it's a hundred percent consensual. Right. <laughs> right. Uh the gif that I'm using is the one of her biting her lip. Ah. It's a good one. She is like Man, she's just like so <laughs> cute. <laughs> yeah. In so many ways. She's definitely like like dream girl status. Like Scarlet and like here's the thing too, is like Kara and I were talking about this the other day. Uh-huh. There are like like Blake Lively, Scarlett Johansson, like uh, like astronomically hot people. Yeah. But like the celebrities that I'm attracted to the most, mm-hmm. this feels like such a terrible shitty thing to say and there's not a more polite way to put it. <laughs> but <clears throat> they're the they're the ones that are like the most like regular. Okay. Like Emma Stone is like Emma Stone is super hot but in a like she could be a girl you know kind of way. Uh-huh. And I feel the same way about Anna Kendrick. Like Anna Kendrick is another one. Like she is gorgeous, but not in a like, uh, I couldn't talk to her if I saw her in public <laughs> and she was a stranger. Right, right. Like, like if I, like if I saw a stranger that looked like Scarlett Johansson or Blake Lively, I would be dumbfounded. Yeah, yeah. And the same goes for like Ryan Reynolds. Like if I saw well, a I, dude, if I saw a dude in public that looked like Ryan Reynolds, I would have to leave the building. Yeah, I would be like, I'm not allowed to be here. Yeah, you'd just be like, is. what the fuck? Like, yeah, what the hell's going on here? Too fucking hot. Um, I think mine would be Selma Hayek. <clears throat> oh, Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek. When I was a young boy, made me feel things. No, for the she first she's time. definitely held up. No, no, she has for sure. But I'm saying. She she's one of the first celebrities I remember thinking unsavory thoughts about as yeah, like yeah. A, as she's, like a twelve year old. She's absolutely like she is irresistible. Her or Jennifer Lopez are both like absolute. Jennifer Lopez 
seems like she could possibly be a, a like a major asshole. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I, I I don't know. And that's just me completely making an assumption. Selma Hayek, you know, she's married to Ed Norton. Yeah. She's a she's uh Is she really? I didn't know. She was. She was. I didn't know she was. That's yeah. cool. I love that. Yeah, Ed right. Norton. Can you imagine Edward Norton just fucking taking her to Pound Town? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Another he's like a he's like a normal tier guy. Yeah. Like a yeah. He's a hot guy for sure, but he's like normal tier. Right. And and that makes you know, that's one of those things where like <clears throat> I feel like she's just she's I, I think she also has like a really she's just got her a great personality is, well, yeah. yeah she's super funny she's really her funny. accent is really attractive yeah but yeah she, she was i remember being like 12 or 13. i think scarlett johansson is beautiful yeah but i don't yeah, think there's again, anything behind that like, you don't i think, think she's so? got em- like just i think she's got a good sense not, of humor not do you think empty. her sense of humor is fake i think she's i think she's just calculated I, I I would like to see what happens when she loses her looks. Another thing is I love... I think Selma Hayek what, will be comfortable and fine. Do you know what I'm realizing now as well, talking about these celebrities that I'm like very attracted to? Yeah. <sighs> they are whiskey-voiced women. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anna Kendrick has like... Anna Kendrick is the only one that has like kind of a, a pixie-esque sort of voice. She's got the lisp. But like, yeah. yeah. But like Emma Stone has a deep voice. Oh, no, that's what I'm thinking. Emma uh, yeah, has Emma Stone has oh, her lisp. Man, lisps get me. Yeah, you're very self-centered. Um, but yeah, for sure. I want someone I can relate to. Um, but <clears throat> Anna Kendrick has kind of a pixie voice, but Blake Lively has kind of a deep voice. Uh, Scarlett Johansson has like a deep voice. Yeah. And uh, Emma Stone has a deep voice. Yeah, I, I feel kinda like... raspy. And, and and I think that I think that uh, Selma Hayek would be the most understanding for like... She'd just be like, oh, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Personality... Right. I'm not pleased. I'm not happy with the performance that you've done yeah. here. Personality and is a big deal, though. And like when I find celebrities attractive, which is such a weird thing to say. Yeah. Because it, it, it could very well be wanna, a front. Because that's the thing is you want to sure. you believe... You're like, wow, she's attractive. She seems very nice. But like... You <coughs> want her to I think be... I think Anna Kendrick and Emma Stone are on that level where it's like, there's no way they're faking this. Right. Like, like if you've seen any interview with them. They're not that good of actors. <laughs> yeah. If you've seen any interview with them or anything like that, you're, there's just like, there's there's no way this is all pretend. Right, right. There's no way. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I think genuine wise, like you don't, I, I haven't heard anything bad about them that yeah. think, i don't know it doesn't it doesn't really matter it's just who, who did you attracted, right? <laughs> did you know that anna kendrick uh did you watch the colbert thing uh-uh. the time she made obama laugh just uh, laugh be, it was because she called him a shithead oh wow <laughs> yeah. nice. because he goes i'm sorry I, he like when she met him it was like after uh he had mentioned a movie she was in up in the air uh-huh. and he and then afterwards as a joke he was like i'm uh i'm sorry i hope i didn't upset you and she either said you're such a shithead or you're such an asshole yeah and he like doubled over in laughter because nobody talks to the president that way right right yeah that's awesome well yeah. now they do <laughs> <laughs> yeah they do quite a bit <laughs> uh you yeah, got nobody to talk plug? to obama that way i should say yeah uh october 10th yeah no uh, is it no what? fuck october 7th right keystone kerfuffle got it october 19th boom mystic light of halloween both of us are going to be there and october 26th Authority House Projects. Boom. Zach Pugh. I don't know any of the times for those shows. Oh. Catch me at Chris William on Facebook. Gorky Romano. Uh, Gorky Romano on all social media. I think they're all eight-ish. Okay. My my biggest one, I'm just going to say, <clears throat> big, big, big one. If you guys are uh, uh, near Maryland, Magooby's Joke House yeah, and New Talent Showcase, come please come out. It's 8 p.m. Meet the Buddha Boys and the Buddha Wives. We'll be there. In person. We enter, we'll have a table. We'll... Well, jokes and fun. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll finally have a couple fucking shirts by maybe then. Some shirts for fuck's sake. 
Um, but yeah, that's the big one. September twenty seventh, eight p.m. at Magoobies. Please come out, support me, catch me on uh, Instagram and Twitter, PG Comedian. Uh, anything else? Nothing. I don't think so. Do you have anything? I don't think so. Oh wait, right. there's a uh, oh, be blessed with babies. Oh shit! Yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs>